I'm Dave Rubin, this is the Rubin Report Direct Message, and today is July 29th, 2021. It's my sister Talia's birthday. Tal, if you're watching, happy birthday. If you're not watching, I'll try to remember to text you later, but I'm a very busy guy. Happy birthday, love you. All right, uh, guys, as always, do me a favor, share, subscribe, notification bell, the whole shebang. We're on YouTube. Who knows how long we'll be on YouTube for? They don't seem to like us very much. Uh, and uh, I don't know if you know about this, but censorship is coming more and more and more. And if they don't like you on web one website, they probably don't like you on another. So that's a little plug for rubinreport.locals.com because I'm always gonna be there and I own all of it and we're spinning it off for all kinds of other people. As you guys know, I am going off the grid after tomorrow. It is a big day. I will be announcing the pre-sale for my next book. I will make a couple uh, announcements related to locals and then I disappear for a month. And in normal years, it's like, ah, eh, you know, maybe something political will happen, maybe there's a hurricane or something. This isn't a particularly odd year where it's like, will the president be alive? Will his head explode? Eye pop out? Will, uh, you know, the communists fully take over? Will uh, California, you know, crack and be no longer part of the United States? Who the hell knows? But uh, this is exactly why I go off the grid and I'm psyched to do it. And really more than anything else tomorrow, uh, I just can't wait to, to share the, the title of the book and I'm gonna sign every single copy that we sell tomorrow. All the copies that we sell at our locals community will be signed and numbered. So those are absolutely exclusive to locals, the signed and numbered copies. If you're a member at locals, rubenreport.locals.com. And then we're gonna do a live stream normal time here tomorrow at 11 a.m. Pacific. And every single copy that gets sold uh, will get signed tomorrow. We got three stories for you. Uh, COVID, it's back, baby. Or at least it's back in terms of the media and our politicians pushing it on us. Most normal people are just kind of going through their day to day and ignoring these fools at this point who got everything wrong the entire time and keep getting everything wrong. And I'm sort of at the point at this point where it's like, if you want to wear a mask and get jabbed every month and stay in your basement, if that's what half the country wants to do, then great. I just can't do it. But if that's what you guys want to do, and maybe once a week we'll come and we'll throw some fish heads down there and you can eat the fish heads, that would be just great. Uh, but yeah, there's a, so we got a whole bunch of COVID stuff that's uh, going on, including that just in the last like literally like three minutes, uh, apparently DC is now recommending indoor mask mandates again. And the question is, okay, so you, you put out a mask mandate, but like, so what? Do you have to do it? Like what happens to people who don't do it? These people only have authority if we keep giving it to them. Uh, then Elizabeth Warren, who is a ridiculous fake Indian who once pretended to be Native American to get a job, uh, she is backing Gavin Newsom uh, in his recall election here. And she's really terrible and he's really terrible. We're gonna show you the ad and it's just full of lies. Just lie, 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 lie. Much like War uh, Elizabeth Warren lies about everything, you know, demanding that your kids go to public school uh, while her kids, of course, go to private and charter schools amongst a gajillion other lies. Uh, and then finally, speaking of DC, uh, crime is exploding. And you guys know it's exploding in a, in a ton of our progressive run cities. Uh, but now the DC mayor, you know what she wants to do? You're not gonna believe it, guys. Now that she defunded the police and attacked the police and a lot of police retired and decided who needs the headache, now she wants more police. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who could have seen it coming? Crazy stuff, crazy stuff. Uh, but all right, let's start with all this COVID lunacy. First, here is some videotape of ridiculous Marxist New York City 
for now Mayor Bill de Blasio on MSNBC. And as I often say, scratch a progressive, find a fascist. And look, I'm a parent. My kids went to New York City public schools. If my kids were going to school in September, I would be running to get them vaccinated right now. And, and like was said a moment ago, you, we used to do this as parents all the time for a variety of vaccinations. We've got to shake people at this point and say, come on now. We tried voluntary. You know, we could not have been more kind and compassionate as a country. Free testing everywhere you turn. Incentives, friendly, warm embrace. The voluntary phase is over. We can keep doing those things. I'm not saying shut it down. I'm saying voluntary alone doesn't work. It's time for mandates. No, you dirtbag. No, we have individual choice in this country, okay? We have rule of law in this country. And just because you say the voluntary phase is over doesn't mean that it's over. Now, I know that as a progressive, you think that the government is God and the government can force everyone to do whatever they want. You also apparently think that uh, you've done this with kindness and compassion. That's what he said. They've done it with kindness and compassion this whole time. Uh, of course, his governor, Andrew Cuomo, is the one who killed all of those elderly people by intentionally sending infected COVID patients back into old age homes. I know you guys all know that story already. The Justice Department has decided that they're not even gonna look into it, so Cuomo is gonna get away with literally murdering people. Uh, but what really is interesting about that clip is that it really shows you the mindset of a progressive. And at this point, I would say when I say progressive, I, I mean basically a modern Democrat, a progressive, a socialist, a Marxist, a communist. They're all the same things. They all want government to do everything. So what he's saying there is, we were really nice about it. We were really, 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 really nice. You didn't do what we wanted, okay? And because you didn't do what we wanted, voluntary's over, now we're gonna mandate it. Now, what are you gonna do? You're gonna, are you gonna literally send cops and, and soldiers into high rises and grab people out of their beds and force them to get injected with a vaccine that at the moment we're now seeing doesn't work as effectively as it was sold to us two months ago, which is why they're putting the vaccine ma uh, mandate back here in Los Angeles and in DC, and it's probably gonna roll around throughout the country because these people just want power. He is a maniac who just wants power. We're gonna have to shake people that's what he said, we're gonna have to shake people. And that made me think of something. So we put together a little edit thinking of shaking people. We've got to shake people at this point and say, come on now. Calm down, now get back to your seat. I'll take care of this. Calm down, calm down. get a hold of yourself. Don't do you want another phone? Everything's pretty old, Come on, come on, that's some fine work we're doing there. Shout out to Connor, he's two feet away from me. We're not social distancing right now, he just did that. Doctor, you're wanted on the phone. And that's Airplane, of course, spectacular. Although, as you guys know, I would say the peak of those type of movies, Airplane was around 1977 or so, 78 maybe? Can we get a year on that? The peak of those movies was 1989, Naked Gun, and of course, uh, the doctor in Airplane. 
is also Frank Drebin in The Naked Gun. 1980 airplane, interesting. I thought it was 79, who knew? Uh, anyway, there is more craziness happening now in DC. Uh, Representative Kat Kamek, she is a congresswoman from Florida. She tweeted this out, it's, it's absolutely amazing. In today's edition of Pelosi's Abuse of Power, Capitol Police have been directed to arrest staff and visitors to comply with her mask mandate for vaccinated individuals. Individuals. For members, they advise not arresting, but reporting members to SAA for their fa failure to comply. Therefore, effective immediately to promote good health and well-being of our employees, all USCP personnel must wear a mask at all times when in interior spaces throughout the Capitol grounds. If a visitor or staff member fails to wear a mask after a request is made to do so, the visitor or staff shall be denied entry to the House office buildings or House side of the U.S. Capitol. Any person who fails to either comply or leave the premises after being asked to do so would be subject to an arrest for unlawful entry. Let's put aside for a second the visitors, whatever they mean by visitors, but let's talk about the Congress people and the staff members who work in DC. These are people who have all been vaccinated, right? Like pretty much we know that all of these people have been vaccinated. Um, we were told, and we played the video yesterday and I tweeted it out uh, by Joe Biden about a month ago, if you get the vaccine, you don't have to wear a mask anymore. So either he's a liar spreading misinformation or did they get new information? Now that is possible, right? You can get more data as time goes on, but did they not realize when he said that, that more information was gonna come and that there would be the scary Delta variant and that suddenly now, as I talked to you guys about yesterday, there's this uh, data coming out of Israel that was analyzed by Swedish scientists and it turns out that the vaccine is actually closer to 40% effective in some cases instead of 95% effective. And now they're saying that, uh, Pfizer is saying that you're gonna have to get a booster shot probably every few months, as I said yesterday, why don't we just do this on a monthly subscription basis? It's very big, it could be like Netflix, it's just $4.99, they'll just inject you with some experimental medication every month. Like, is that really where we're at? What's even more interesting about this is uh, Ben Shapiro, who actually uh, is the guest on the Rubin Report this week, I hope you've been watching the clips, uh, he tweeted this, it's from a Washington Post article, it's actually quite extraordinary. So here's Ben's commentary first, no biggie, just the CDC and NIH admitting they have no evidence of the recommendation they're making regarding masking the vaccinated. And now here's the actual quote from Fauci in Washington Post. But Fauci noted there is not yet clinical data on what the high viral loads mean in terms of disease transmission. You can make a reasonable assumption that vaccinated people can transmit the virus just like unvaccinated people can, Fauci said. Do you guys see what a spectacular turn of events this is? A few weeks ago, if, if Fauci had said, oh, we want you to all get vaccinated, we're gonna make it free for everybody, we really want everybody to do it, you won't have to wear a mask and everything else, uh, but you know, it is possible that you'll still be spreading COVID. You might not only get COVID, but you still might be spreading COVID. We don't have a freaking clue. That in essence is what he is saying now. And he's also talking about the third dose. Take a look. Certainly they need to listen to the CDC and the FDA. The nation's top infectious disease expert is saying, listen to the CDC and not Pfizer when it comes to needing a vaccine booster. On Friday, this is what Dr. Anthony Fauci told CNN about a phone call he received from the head of Pfizer. 
the CEO, who's a really good guy, got on the phone with me last night and apologized that they came out with that recommendation. So there is no, not that apologize about the recommendation, apologize for not letting us know that he was going to do it ahead of time. This after Pfizer announced on Thursday it was applying for emergency FDA authorization for a booster shot to protect against COVID-19, a booster for Americans to get as early as six months after their second dose. Pfizer set off alarms when they released a statement saying that the immunity from its vaccine was waning, citing Israeli health ministry data. The company said, quote, vaccine efficacy in preventing both infection and symptomatic disease has declined six months post-vaccination. Hours later, however, the CDC and the FDA said fully vaccinated Americans do not need an additional dose of vaccine at this time. Look, if you're playing along at home, it's getting very hard to trust anyone. And I don't even want to sit here and tell you to absolutely trust me. I am trying to ingest some of this information in real time. I am trying to unpack it and transmit it to you in a somewhat honest way. But I just don't know how you can trust these people at this point. A year and a half from two weeks to flatten the curve. There's a reason we don't talk about the curve anymore, because we did flatten it. It did flatten. There's a reason that they don't tell you now is they're telling us the Delta variant is killing all these people. Notice they're not showing us numbers and they're not show, They're telling, oh, it went up 50 percent. OK, that could be we had three people. Now we have five people. It went up this small person. You know, it seems like it's this huge amount of per percentage wise. It's big, but it's not a ton of people. They're not telling us about the ages. They're not telling about the other diseases these people have. This is the thing. It's always going to be here, guys. COVID is always going to be here. And the powers that be, whatever they are, the governmental powers, the media powers, the people that want to keep you locked up and depressed and everything else, they will always release another variant. They will always release something else to scare you and to keep you at home and to exercise some psychotic level of control over you. And in most cases, they will not be abiding by those very things themselves. You all know the endless amount of hypocritical things that these Democratic governors have done. And speaking of the biggest hypocrite of all, well, Gavin Newsom, who, as you know, is uh, in the middle of this recall, electelder.com, uh, well, it turned out that his son, you're not gonna believe it, guys, his son, while he's telling everybody to mask up again and social distance and everything else, his son's been at basketball camp and they weren't wearing masks at basketball camp and uh, some pictures leaked. And now Gavin is very upset that the pictures leaked and listen to listen, just really listen carefully. It's about a 20 second video. Listen to the very obvious lie that he drops here. OK, take a listen. Well, you want to come after me, come after me and don't come after nine and 10 year olds. You know, uh, he was there for one day. They said they want to take a picture. They took off the mask, had a mask in his hand, and they're attacking and weaponizing my son. I watched network news last night, and they're weaponizing my son. He was sitting there crying with me last night. You want to come after me? Come after me. He did nothing wrong. We pulled him out of that camp, basketball camp. You want to come after me? Come after me, not my kids. All right, first off, did you catch the extraordinary lie at the end there? He did nothing wrong. We pulled him out of the camp. What? If he did nothing wrong, why would you pull him out of the camp? Was he playing basketball with the mask, Gavin? And by the way, I'm not coming after your son. I don't care about your son. Uh, I have no intention of attacking a child. You are an evil authoritarian douchebag and you're playing the victim now. This is so exactly what progressives do with everything. He didn't 
believe that his family or his son should abide by the rules that he wants for everyone else, much like him keeping his wineries open when he was closing everybody else's and eating at French Laundry and all of that stuff. Then his son is at this camp and then people take a picture of it. And I guarantee you his son was not playing basketball with a mask on, okay? So then they take a picture, it gets leaked, then he pretends that anyone's attacking his son. Nobody. Zero, zero, zero. Nobody's attacking his son. But then he put a tough guy. Okay, attack me, attack me. All right, Newsom, I'm here. I'm one of your constituents. I'm attacking you. You're awful. I cannot wait till you're recalled. And if you're not recalled, I'm probably leaving. All right, there you go. So now you have extra incentive to run hard because I know you don't want me here, even though I have several businesses here and I provide to the economy and I'm a pretty decent citizen. I know you don't want people like me. You just want mindless drones. So that's probably what, you're ha what you'll have. However, I do think that my friend Larry Elder has a chance. Electelder.com, electelder.com, electelder.com. But look, that fake tough guy. He's such a fake tough guy. Come after me. Okay, you want to have a debate? You are welcome on this show. I, my, we will reach out to his people today. I mean, we've done it before. We will reach out to his people today. I got a busy day ahead of me. I'm about to go off the grid. I will do a live, uncensored, no notes interview with you today. You dick. Uh, speaking, <laughs> I, I, I'm going off the grid soon. You know, cut me some slack over here. You know, we're, we're ending in a blaze of glory. You know what I mean? Like all of my frustration with these people, it's really just like I can see the off the grid moment here. The calendar is going this way, and it's like they're getting crazier and crazier. And it's like, man. And then I disappear, and then and then I come back, and I'm refreshed, and I'm you know ready to roll. Uh, Elizabeth Warren, Elizabeth Warren, you know, this is the fake Native American, okay? This is a woman who pretended, pretended that she was a Native American to get a job as a professor while she calls everybody else racist. I mean, that's pretty much the most racist thing you could possibly do uh, because not only are you getting a job that you really don't deserve if you believe in that identity politics stuff, you're actually stopping a Native American person from getting that very job that you took, white lady. Uh, well, she is coming out swinging for Gavin Newsom and listen to her ad that she's putting out for old Gavin and yeah, she's a Democrat, she's a progressive, so it's full of lies. Here's the deal with the recall of Gavin Newsom. We've seen Trump Republicans across the country attacking election results and the right to vote. Now they're coming to grab power in California, abusing the recall process and costing taxpayers millions. Here's how we stop them. Every Californian will get a mail-in ballot for the September 14th election. Vote no to protect California and our democracy. Stop the Republican recall. Ugh, awful. They're just nauseating. I need to start taking a modium before the show. I think maybe that would be a good idea. These people are just absolutely horrible. First off, it's the Trump Republicans, of course, that are causing the recall. This is very much in line with what Bernie has been saying and AOC and the rest of them. These are evil right-wingers. The implication is, of course, these are racist people somehow, uh, even though Gavin Newsom's white and the guy who's gonna replace him is black, but putting that aside for a moment that they're all evil and they're, it's Republicans doing this. I just wanna say this again. I've been to so many of the rallies about opening up this state. The people that are at the rallies, it's not even that they're not Republicans. They're not even, they're not Democrats. They're not political people for the most part. They're just regular people, restaurateurs, small business people. Everyone hates Gavin. That should be the name of the sitcom. You've got to go. I don't care where you go, but you can't stay here. Um, so of course she lies that these are Trump Republicans calling for the recall. So she's saying basically that 1.7 million Trump Republicans in California 
sign that recall thing to make it happen. Okay, so that, that's just a lie. She says, of course, that they're attacking elections, which this is completely uh, congruent with everything else that these ridiculous people are saying. Attacking elections, yes. We're attacking elections by using the electoral process, by using the constitutional process of recalling these people. We have these systems put into place so that when we have really horrific authoritarian governors, we can get rid of them. By the way, it's not in the uh, too distant future that California did this. California, before I lived here, had a recall of Gray Davis. And remember Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'll be back. It's not a tuma. He became the governor, okay? So these things have happened in the past. Was it Trump Republicans that did it then? That was pre-Trump, but Trump's like a time machine for these people. Anything can happen with Trump. Um, so attacking elections, I mean, look, again, you guys know all this stuff. The, all of these election bills, Georgia, Texas, everywhere that they're doing these election bills, it's about voter ID, it's about paper trails, it's about video cameras when people are counting. It's to secure elections. It is these clownish buffoons who are trying to destroy the election process. Uh, she also says they're, they're abusing the recall process. Well, no, they're just not. I think I illustrated that already. And also, just is there anyone more inauthentic than, than Elizabeth Warren? Remember, I'm gonna get me a beer. And then she walks off camera on that little live stream. And that will never cease to amaze me. Like, really, I think sociologists and um, psychologists, probably anthropologists, years from now should all study how a billionaire orange man from New York was more authentic than every single one of the people who hated him. It's just absolutely incredible, absolutely incredible. But speaking of the people who hate him, uh, the mayor of DC, Muriel Bowser, uh, has been one of the prime people attacking the police, uh, calling the country racist, all of the usual stuff. And then of course, what happened in DC? A lot of crime, a lot of murder, a lot of bad stuff. Have you been to Baltimore? It ain't pretty people. Uh, just the whole area is just a mess. Uh, we've got a quote here from the Daily Mail. DC Mayor Muriel Bowser announces plans to add 170 police officers to the city's force and requests $11 million more funding to recruit and train them amid rising violence. Last year, the city council voted to defund the police by 15 million. DC in 2020 saw homicides hit a 16 year high and the trend is continuing in 2021. This month has seen high profile shootings that have angered the community. So she defunded them by 15 million. Now she wants 11, which I've never, that's the most financially responsible thing a Democrat's ever done. I don't know where she's making up that 4 million. Um, just absolutely insane. Um, I'm being told, this is actually sort of an interesting piece of this, she was sort of flip-flopping on the defund thing. She never really said she was for it or against it. Her city council voted to defund it, but she never really full in and went to defend it. So I wanna, to defund, so I wanna be clear on that. Uh, but we've got some statistics on uh, what the crime situation in DC has been like. Uh, this is from WUSA 9. In 2020, homicides in DC hit a 16 year high. If the current trends continue, 2021 could be even deadlier. DC police data reports a 43% increase in homicides from the same time last year with 2021 totaling 63. As of April 28th, compared to 44 on this date in 2020, 2017 reported 34 homicides, 2018 reported 40 homicides, homicides, 2019, 49 homicides, 2020 reported 44 homicides, 2021 again is reporting 63 homicides. The point is, do you think there might 
be a connection between defunding the police, getting police out of communities where there is the most crime and then more crime coming in. Do you think if you have a place, let, let's try it this way. Let's say there's a place, there's a lot of crime there, there's a lot of drugs there, there's a lot of homeless people there, and there's some police there, right? And let's just say the police aren't good, they're not bad, they're just completely indifferent, right? Not even gonna take sides. You just got some average police officers there, but there's a really bad place where some bad stuff's happening, right? Nobody wants that to be. I want people to thrive and succeed and, and live the best lives they can and hopefully get out of poverty and get out of living in crime-rated neighborhoods, et cetera, et cetera. Um, well, do you think that if you just took those police officers out, if you defunded them and they had to move resources elsewhere, do you think anything would get better in those areas? Do you think the criminals in those areas, the drug dealers, the criminals, the pimps, all of the people that are doing the bad stuff, do you think they're gonna be like, hmm, guys, the cops are gone. I'm getting out of the crime game. I'm gonna stop looting and breaking into things and doing the prostitution and selling the crack and everything else. Or do you think they might go, ah, vacuum, time to fill it with something, and then we're gonna do more crime because we're not good people, okay? I'm pretty sure you know what I did there. Uh, for the record, we did just reach out to Gavin Newsom's press secretary, Daniel Lopez. I suspect we're not gonna hear back, and I know some of my language with Gavin has been, been a bit colorful, but he does deserve it, and, uh, and, I, and I actually do mean this. I will gladly interview him anytime, anywhere, with, with no notes, we will just sit down and, uh, and talk it out. Um, but he's a liar and he's a fraud and I will gladly say that to his face. Um, okay, guys, big news. So tomorrow I am officially going off the grid. You know, tomorrow's the 30th, uh, the 31st is the last day of the month, but it's a Saturday. So tomorrow night will be my official last day on the grid, but we got a lot of big stuff, big stuff happening tomorrow. So first off, we posted already this morning a teaser for the title of my new book at rubenreport.locals.com, so people are guessing away right there. Uh, I will be doing a live stream exclusively for our Locals members at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern. Every single person that is a Ruben Report Locals community member that buys the book tomorrow will get a signed and numbered book plate. Numbered, that's the key part. No matter how many we sell, I will sign every single one and they will be numbered exclusively for you guys on Locals. Then here, as we normally do at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, I'll be live for about two hours. I think we're gonna do a two hour show tomorrow. And every single book that is, sign, uh, that is purchased tomorrow, and we'll have links accordingly, obviously. Uh, I will sign a book plate for you guys. Those will not be numbered. So if you're just watching on the YouTube, uh, we're not gonna be numbering them, but I will sign them. But if you are a Locals member, I wanna get you one of those exclusive signed and numbered copies. And then I've got a couple other announcements to make. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff going on with Locals. I'm, I'm super psyched. And uh, this is definitely gonna be the hardest year to get off the grid, not only because of the new stuff that I talked about at the top of the show. It's like, I could come back to anything. The aliens invaded, Biden's head exploded, like just anything could possibly be out there as seems like it would be possible when I return. Um, but I have so much going on with locals right now that it's gonna be really difficult to get off the grid fully this time. Um, I may have to take a couple of business related phone calls in the first few days, but yeah, no news, no current events, no Twitter, no email, no Facebook, no Instagram, no Pinterest, no nothing uh, for one month. I do come back on September 1st. We will be doing that show live. Uh, we're doing that at Corolla Studio, right? We're gonna be doing that show at Corolla Studio. Adam Corolla is gonna walk me through a two hour live stream on all the things that I missed. And uh, what, what are you telling me there? 
What's that? Oh, the back on the grid's gonna be, a it's gonna be an hour earlier than usual. Well, this, we're giving you way advance notice, but on September 1st, our show will be at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Mark your calendar now, people, okay? I know things get crazy over the summer, you could forget, and then we'll be off by an hour, it would just be a nightmare. Anyway, I can't wait to uh, debut the book for you guys tomorrow, and, and I can't wait to get off the grid. And, and just, although I'll obviously talk a little bit more about this tomorrow, uh, I just wanna thank you, as always, for just this incredible amount of support that I continue to get in all of the, these things that I'm doing and the projects that I'm working on, the book, the show, Locals, these things all continue to grow and it's not just they're growing because you know I'm working hard and my team's working hard, it's because you guys support us one way or another. You know what I mean? Like just one, however, whether it's just because you watch or you support us at Locals or you buy the book or whatever, it's like, I'm living my dream. I am living my dream, I truly am, and I truly will be for the, <laughs> for the next month. Uh, so that's rubenreport.locals.com if you want a signed and numbered copy. Live stream early for the Locals guys tomorrow, normal time here. And uh, all right, hectic day. Hope you had a good, uh, hope you enjoyed the show. I, I, I enjoyed the show. Did, Connor, you enjoyed this one? Connor enjoyed it, Michael. All right, we all feel good about it. Guacamole on the uh, Chipotle for you guys. All right, see you tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast. And don't forget, you can watch my direct messages live on Blaze TV and YouTube every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. And of course, if you want to connect with me personally and get early access to my sit-down interviews, join rubenreport.locals.com.